This episode of Maine Education Matters is sponsored by Playing for Laughs, the improv comedy troupe out of the Theater Project in Brunswick, Maine. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Maine Education Matters. I am your intrepid host, Matt Drewett Card. Thank you very much for listening to us. We're the podcast that looks at all things from legislation and the legislature and the Education Cultural Affairs Committee and the Maine Department of Education, things related to education that come out of the den of incredibleness that is Augusta, Maine. We all know that things go uh, wild and crazy in the, at, that, at that particular place in our state. And we keep track of those things because it's hard to manage. There's a lot that happens every year. And as I'm recording this, the year 2022 is wrapping up quickly. And 2023 is coming soon, which means with it the 131st legislative session. And with that comes all the new bills, all the new stuff that's going to be coming down the pike to possibly change Maine education in the both immediate and not so immediate futures. So we are here to manage and monitor those things. What we are doing today is a follow-up to our last podcast, which I hope you all enjoyed a deep dive into the Maine's path of legislation. Understanding how all that works is not only important just for a you know thought exercise, but it's also important to know how we might be able to impact our legislative process and, and where, where, are, where is our voice best heard. That's what today's going to be. Today's focus is going to be uh, the next stage of that particular podcast of the Path of Legislation, and that's to testifying. A lot of the way bills are created, they're done literally in the legislative houses, and they're done there. A, 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 legislator, a legislator, a representative or a senator has an idea, they come up with it, they go through the whole process. You can go back and listen to that episode. And by the way, I hope you liked the ASMR attempt that I did at it. Um, I didn't go for the whole mixing of the ears, but anyway, uh, I don't know how to do that. Um, so a, a legislator has an idea. They come forward. They have that idea. They put that forward. And then when it comes to the committee, when it's, it's assigned to committee, well, then it's time for... Um, our democratic process to really take hold and take place. That's where you come in. That's where I come in. I'm not a legislator. I don't make that. I'm not a decision maker. I'm not, well, I'm not a decider. I'm just a person who's speaking into a microphone at the moment. So what can we do? How might we as individuals in this society be able to really have our voices heard? And that's testifying. There is a page on the legislature.main.gov website. Uh, there's a whole list of called uh, 
documents and underneath the documents page there's a whole link to testifying and i highly recommend you go and check that out because that's where this information is coming from so it says here that your elected state legislators are interested in your views on proposed legislation debatable speaking at a public hearing is an effective way to let them know your opinion not debatable so this article and what we're going to do today explains how you can participate in the legislators public legislature's public hearing process now, there are a couple of ways to find out about what's happening in public meetings. The first and best way is to subscribe and listen to Main Education Matters, because that's literally what we do here. We try to try to keep pace on what the public hearings are going to be having. I mean, they have them also one or two weekends ahead of time in the Bangor Daily News or the Main Sunday Telegram, Lewiston Daily Sun, Lewiston Sunday Sun, etc. Um, there are also means by which you can get into um, email listservs. And what I would recommend doing is going to the committee web pages. And for any committee that you want to want to have, if, if they're going to be having a public hearing, there's a listserv that you can directly subscribe to. And what happens then is if there is a public hearing coming up or if there is something happening, you'll get an email about it right away. And it's super helpful and, and uh, informative to know what's coming. That's probably, the, I would say that's the easiest. The two easiest ways are listening to this podcast and then subscribing to one of the listservs through the legislature. Now, let's say you are, a, a bill is coming up and you want to say some things on it. You have some opinions. You have some ideas of what to get across and you want them to be like, hey, my legislators, it says it right there in the headed article, speaking at public... Your elected state legislators are interested in your views. They're interested in your views. And everybody has views. Everybody has opinions. And we know what that's like. There are ways in which to do it, though. And there are manners of decorum that have to be or should be upheld. Uh, this is a process. This is a democratic process. But it's also a respectful process. And so it's not a thing where you can just walk up and be like, all right, listen, uh, you committee members, uh, why did you take my uh, my plastic bags away at the grocery store? I want those. But you can you can have your opinion, but you don't just walk up and start and just shouting. So here's what we do. Um, preparing testimony. If you plan to speak at a public hearing, it is often useful to prepare and distribute your comments in written form. It helps make clear and concise comments and ensures the committee members who are not present at the public hearing will have the opportunity to receive your input. Make sure you introduce yourself if you represent an organization, the name of the organization if you do. State whether or not you support the bill, oppose it, or offering suggestions to improve it. Then explain your reasoning. Usually, there are three different options. There's in favor, opposed, and neither for nor against. And if you do provide written testimony, bring at least 20 copies and give them to the committee clerk before testifying. I would say I cannot stress enough how important the written testimony is. Because not only is the written testimony the record for the other legislators, but it also does become record on the state website and part of the whole bill process. If you go up and just speak your mind without providing any written testimony, yes, there is a record of it. But there is no scribe. There's no stenographer 
who is taking notes and writing down all of your thoughts and making sure that those thoughts are then equally and adequately sent to the legislators or available for people to read later on. Your ideas go out into the air and that's where they stay. I firmly believe that it's okay to go off the cuff, that it's all right to, you know, um, improv a little bit if you need to. But I would also say that having the written testimony, having that there is super important. And it's super important because it allows your testimony to last longer and it has more of an impact. This episode of Main Education Matters is sponsored by Playing for Laughs. Now, it's no secret the last few years have been challenging. You know, they've been rough. Uh, With winter upon us now here in Maine, we are ever consumed by cold ice, snow, and the ever-diminishing sunlight. Put all those things together on top of these difficult times, and well, let's just say that we all deserve a laugh. Scratch that, we deserve several laughs. And with that, straight out of the theater project in Brunswick, Maine, comes Playing for Laughs, an improv comedy troupe where every show is guaranteed to be different, fun, and engaging for both the audience and the players. Each show hosts a variety of improv games where the Playing for Laughs players don't know what's coming, don't know what they're about to do, have to make it up all on the spot. Exactly like this ad. Playing for Laughs plays monthly, and sometimes more than monthly, Uh, They play shows at the Theater Project in Brunswick, Maine. Our next show is our New Year's Eve Eve show, Friday, December 30th at 7.30 p.m. For details on show dates and times, go to facebook.com slash playingforlaughs, on Instagram at playingforlaughs, or you can go to the Theater Project website, www.theaterproject.com slash P4L. That's P as in playing, the number four L. We're playing for laughs and you should come and have some. You've earned them. So after you've arrived, after you have prepared your testimony, you've gotten some coffee at the Cross Cafe, it's time to go and actually provide the testimony. Now, at the, now what happens then is there are certain procedures that happen. And... It's one thing to know, depending on the bill, there may be a lot of people there or not. At the beginning of each hearing, the presiding committee chair will call the public hearing to order, announce the bill that's going to be heard. What happens then is the legislator who sponsors the bill, they come forward, introduce it. Not only They might read from the text of it, but they also might just go off the cuff a little bit because, after all, the committee will have the written bill in their hands and then the presiding chair will ask any co-sponsors want to come forward etc after that happens public testimony starts public testimony usually starts with those are in favor then those are against it then neither for nor against as i mentioned earlier uh it is possible that the committee will hear several bills during one public hearing. I will say usually what I've seen is at the beginning of the session, they might do one or two bills, usually because the language of the bills is still kind of being drafted in many ways, many cases, or it's 
it's gone under some kind of still kind of conversation, something happening behind the scenes. But when it gets to be later in the session, you'll see more and more bills come up before the committee. What will happen is they are they're heard, and then uh, when it's your finally your turn at the podium, you can you, you'll 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 advance to the podium and sign in. There will be a little sign-in sheet. Uh, sometimes, if you're not signing in, historically, the last couple of years, it's been a thing where it has been done via Zoom on YouTube. So you walk in, you say, or you walk in. You turn your screen on and say your name, etc. cetera. Uh, usually you would sign in ahead of time with the clerks. It's important that when you begin testifying and also in your written testimony that you address the committee as follows. Senator, whomever, representative, whomever. I say whomever right now because... Uh, the committee members have not been named as I'm recording this. But let's just call them both Senator Smith and Jones. Senator Smith, Representative Jones, distinguished members of the Education Cultural Affairs Committee. My name is... Philandro Constantinum. There you go. Um, and I am here in support of LD-123, a bill to improve education for all Maine students, and here is why, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it's, they say that if other speakers have already made their point to let the community know that you agree with them, they want you to avoid saying the same things over and over again because they've already heard it. Sometimes... I will say this, that it is in your best interest, if you really feel strongly about something, to repeat it so that they hear it again. Because oftentimes, you know, if someone's saying, well, I, I agree with what, you know, with what with what Susie said about 45 minutes ago. What did Susie say 45 minutes ago? I don't remember what they... So it can be in your benefit. It can benefit you to, to say it again. I understand they want to say, don't do that because we want to save time. However... This is your moment in the sun. This is your moment to speak before the legislative committee to have your voice heard. And I have to tell you, this will be your only chance. So don't waste it. Uh, when you finish your testimony, whether you decide to read it or go off the cuff, stay at the podium for a minute because the committee members might want to ask you some questions. And then that's it. Then you're done. And you go back and sit down, or you leave. If you want, if you want to see the rest of the things, that's that's it. Testimony is that simple. The reason why written testimony is so important, as well, like I, like I mentioned earlier, is that you know some committee members might be there, might might they might not be, because many committee members are in various other committees, and sometimes the coast committees happen at the same those committee meetings and hearings happen at the same time. So they'll rush back and forth and back and forth and back and forth between committee, 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 hearing, 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 hearing. If you were to only speak, then only the people in the room would have heard it. That's the value of providing the written testimony. 
after the written testimony, after the testimony of the public hearing happens, once that public hearing is over and the hearing is closed, that's basically it. That is the opportunity people have for providing their input. The thing about Maine is that Maine is a relatively large state geographically, and these bills that come in often have impact that affect the entire state from Caribou to Kittery and everywhere in between and to the east and west and down east and wherever else. And it's going to be hard to get to the um, public hearings. I believe for the 131st session, they are going back to full in-person public hearings. I have not heard if or whether or not they will be live streaming them again via YouTube. I know previously they streamed them audio only uh, through the Ed Committee calendar webpage. I have not heard what their plans are for that to ensure and to continue engagement especially for those people who can't physically make it. This is the thing that, that drives me crazy about some of the things that, since the pandemic started and since we're still in it. What have we learned? We can absolutely have people provide their testimony. A person who might be away on a work trip in Botswana, for example, who lives in Machias and has some things to say, can, can and should still be able to provide both written and oral testimony because we have the technology to do so now. So I, I hope that they will find a way to include the test, the, the, include ways for all to be able to provide testimony who want to be able to provide testimony. If what they say is true, that, quote, your elected state legislators are interested in your views on proposed legislation, then I would hope that they would do their absolute darndest to make sure that every way possible to have their legislation be heard on is made. And if they then go and do things to explicitly limit that voice, well, that speaks enough volumes in and of itself, doesn't it? So testimony is... And providing testimony is our, as citizens, our real only way of expressing what we feel. You can contact your local legislator, legislator offices and say, hey, I want you to talk something about this. But to really have the impact, because oftentimes if your legislator isn't on the committee, the only time they're going to see that bill is when it comes up for a vote. And if it comes up for a vote, generally speaking, they've already caucused on it, they've already talked about it, and a lot of times the party members and the party leaders will already say things like, hey, this is how we're going to go on this one, and then people just kind of fall in line. The benefits of partisan politics, you get numbers behind you, the detriments can be sometimes you get pushed into positions whether you want them or not, and whether you know what you're doing on it or not. Like, I, like I've said in previous podcasts, just, just in the education committee alone, there will be more than I think, there'll probably be like 200 bills. At least at the last 130th session, there were over 200 bills just in the education committee alone. And there are many other committees so that the legislators are going to have to vote on. They, there's no way that they can both understand, read, understand, internalize, and, ha and form deep 
meaningful, informed opinions on all of them. So they rely on their leadership to help them, to help drive things. I understand that, and that's fine. But I will say this too, if you want, the best place to have the impact is in the testimony before it even leaves committee. That's where we come in. You and me as public citizens, you and me as podcaster, podcast listener. That's why we do this. To listen, to have ideas, and to impact those ideas as best as we can. So if you want to provide testimony, there's easy ways to do it. It's very easy to do, and it is literally our best way of impacting and showing impact on the bills that we that are coming forward. And I would strongly recommend that if you have views or opinions on these bills, that you go ahead and you do so. This will be the last podcast before the 130th session, 131st legislative session starts really coming back into play. Um, probably the last. I might throw another one in there. Uh, I'm expecting to see our the list of upcoming bills published at the end of December. And I'm looking forward to seeing that. I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to be coming down the pike. And as always, I appreciate you the faithful 17 listeners who actually subscribe and listen to this podcast. I'm grateful to you. And if you want to get in touch with us, if you want to get in touch with me, you can do so via best couple ways, uh, via on the, on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash main education matters on face on Twitter at main ed matters. You can also, uh, direct reach out, contact me on Twitter at Druet Card. Those are the best ways of getting in contact with us right now. Um, we've considered doing an Instagram, and um, I just I, I I don't know. I don't know how we would do Instagram. I don't quite get it. I'm old in that way. I yeah. So anyway, that's been uh, this episode of Main Education Matters. Uh, we very appreciate you listening. We're very grateful to you. Thank you so very much. Thank you to our sponsor for this week. Uh, playing for Laughs comedy improv troupe uh, out of Brunswick, Brunswick, Maine, and the theater project there. Thank you to them for helping us out. And take care of yourselves. <laughs>